This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. The Tom Bernard Morning Show. Streamed every morning on the Tom Bernard Show app and anytime on demand wherever you get your podcasts. I think, I'm not sure about the name, but there's another person joining us. Is it, is it Judy? Is that your name? Uh, Jude, actually. Jude. Very, yeah. very close. <laughs> you wish. As in, hey, Jude. Yes, hey, thank Jude. you very much. That's our puppy, and he's sick right now, damn it. Oh, my wife no. and my puppy are sick. Damn hey, it. hey Judd's, uh, Judd's getting a lot of uh, media attention this week. What, 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 did you commit a crime? No, no, because, uh, well, he'll tell you about it, but <laughs> because he's calling for the, uh, for the firing of, of our friend Rocco. Oh, he, and he should be fired. Well, right, yeah. And so should the general manager. Yep. That team is coming. Well, that's apart right. The the, 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 if you're going to fire one, you've got to fire all three. I, I agree. No, I agree with that, Mike. You're absolutely right. I mean, right, but Mike, don't, don't you see, in my opinion, what you do is you fire Rocco now to hope that gives them, a, the players, a jump start, and then after the season, mm. the, the um, chief baseball officer goes. Yeah. In my opinion. I mean, but they, I don't let him do a lot more, too. Like, I'm not allowing a lot more uh, trades for the every, I, I believe every trade that Derek Falvey has made for immediate help, mm. like to, you know, like to help in the race, has been a disaster. And that yeah. Cincinnati one, yep. the Mally trade now. I yeah. mean, Spencer Steer is good. And this kid um, that they've got in the minors incarnacion is fantastic that thing is going to that might be one of on the twins uh brock for bruglio um spectrum yeah as far as just terrible trades go yeah and 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 now they're in a situation where the only trade they can make if they want to and and there really is no reason to try to boost their chances of winning the division because what who cares right that's what I keep yeah. saying. Yeah, no. it doesn't no. matter because you're still going to lose, you know, immediately in, in any kind out. of postseason play. Yep, um, the division itself is a joke. But the only thing you could do would be to trade a pitcher for an everyday player. Yes, uh, it's time. And I, I and just... the, fa- the farm system also now because of, of the previous trades mm-hmm. is fairly is, is depleted. Yeah, and so like you would need to trade Bailey Ober. Yeah, and, and it would be more. he would be a good target if you did want to if you wanted to yeah. trade a pitcher because you could get something for him and his value in the long run is questionable. I would fire the manager first. Mm-hmm. I honestly would. That that would be my because the thing about this entire you know if you trade for a bat, Mike, the problem is are Correa and Buxton going to get going and and you know we are now past the all-star break so there's no slump here this isn't a slump no this is a bad season well you know they're somewhat reminiscent people would like to think uh, not that any of us were around in nine, in uh, in uh, like 1906 but <laughs> people what? people well cuz in 1906 you had the hitless wonders what you what the Chicago White Sox Chicago White Sox I uh, went to their games then uh, <laughs> And, uh, no, they, you know, they were called the hitless wonders because they had a team batting average of uh, 230. Whoa. And the Twins have a batting average of, of 232. Yeah. But, there you go. But the Twins, you know, the, the comparison is somewhat fraught because the hitless wonders won, I think, something like 96 games. Well, some of them were rigged, though. Yeah, well, let's, uh, well, let's not forget that part. Well, that's the best part for a gambler. <laughs> yeah, know? that's true. It's exactly. like, oh, those were the good old days. <laughs> well, you can win money by cheating. But, but you know, but the twins are not the hitless wonders. They're wondering why they're hitless. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Yep. You worked really hard on that. So no, sorry that for just, jumping that was in a, there. Just a total lad lib. I thought it was so Really? Because you weaved in 1906, which I was impressed by. 
And then you brought it back to the Twins. I, I thought that was good stuff. So Well, you and, know, that's, I mean, that's what it's like to be a professional. And, Mike, by the <laughs> God, way, speak, you at speaking, of, speaking of T-shirts, what can I get for a Stretch and Z? Uh, you know, I, oh. I, I probably shouldn't even say this, but I do have a couple in mint condition. Sure. And, and those two I never wore. I could see the value of that coming in the next uh, century. Oh, the fact that you didn't wear it. Right. Oh, okay. Yes, oh, yeah, you, don't, you can't wear them. No, you can't wear them. No, They're once you wear them, the value is gone. I did love that show. It was a good show. I wonder, uh, I wonder, uh, I wonder, there's probably, you could probably find one on eBay, wouldn't you think? Well, I can, I can look right now. Sure, yeah. I, I can Google Stretch and Z t-shirts and see what's out there. Now, what I, what I, what I do, what I did have, and uh, it's, it's sort of on loan, like, you know, paintings are on loan to the Louvre, that kind of thing. <laughs> Uh, what what I did have was a uh, an autographed uh, Boys of Summer baseball oh. from from the uh, Dodgers. That was you know the the Boys of Summer, mm-hmm. the, the the celebrated Boys of Summer. And that thing, um, after I gave it away, I didn't really give it away. I just loaned it out. But I found out it was worth uh, up to fifty thousand dollars. Whoa! Yeah. So what year are we talking? What 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 year was the ball? Oh, that was nineteen uh, nineteen. 56 is that right that's probably about right i think it was about right yeah uh and um but i would have loaned it out anyway because um those things don't really don't really inspire me that much okay you can say the word dodgers but you can't say the word sandy koufax because Mm. i thought when i was a little boy we were going to win the world series oh yeah, yeah and then sandy koufax in game seven smoked our ass yeah, why couldn't the why couldn't Yom Kippur have existed for another week? Yeah, that one year? more week. Yeah, it's all we needed was one more week yeah. of the high holidays. He what was, game didn't he pitch in because of that? Well, he game he claimed four. that he was going to be spending that you know that 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 one day especially in 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 the synagogue, mm-hmm. but it uh, turns out that he was just hanging out in his hotel room. Well, and he was getting room service, and it probably wasn't even kosher. <laughs> <laughs> God, these are great memories. They really are. They're, they're amazing. We don't think we'll be remembering these twins in the same way. No. Uh, I've got to believe you're but, up. But what about this, Judd? What about we just have a, a clearance sale and we bundle the, the, the worst three? There's the big three and the worst three. And the worst three, of course, are, uh, well, everybody knows Joey Gallo and Max Kepler. But I would, I would throw in uh, Buxton. I yeah. think Buxton should retire. I do too. You know the problem there is? Yeah. He ha- he and Correa have no trade clauses. Right. Right. So you can't you can't trade either one unless they okay it. Well, you would think that uh they might be happy to go to some teams at least. But um but I don't know. But Buxton's, you know, what's he hitting? It's like 206, right? Yeah, he's in the low yeah. 200s. And, and Kepler's batting 207, which might be a high point in his career uh, going forward. And uh, and then you got Gallo sitting, what, 185 or something? Gallo makes no sense. No, Why it makes is no he sense. here? He Just and Kepler, no sense. Mistake. You can see where they keep, you know. The thing about Buxton is, I mean, what value really is he to the team? Well, his, the, the thing, too, is... He not only is at like two ten or something like that, mm. but his at bats 
have become really difficult to watch yeah. because mm-hmm. it's the Sano theory of I'm either going to hit, hit hit a home run or strike out, and he because he can only DH, he's essentially tying up a position that they were thrilled to free up when they finally traded Nelson Cruz a few years back because then you can rotate guys through there. Yeah, and now it's quite clear he's not going to play the outfield all season. So. And the but Twins do have out something. The Twins do have a uh, uh, an oversupply of designated hitters who have okay. to actually yeah. put a glove yeah. on, and, a and when they it. get into the field, they're liabilities. I mean, Jose Miranda is never going to be able to play third base. Julian at second base, you oh, guys, disaster. He, he looks like he's going out in the field <laughs> with a frying pan. He's Norwood esque. <laughs> Yeah, like, like, Willie Norwood. I miss Willie. Hey, that, if we was, put together, uh, that was my my Mike, my favorite put, year covering the sorry. Twins, the Willie Norwood year. Mike, if we put together a team and Tom, all-time Twins fielding team—that's the absolute worst. Mm. Norwood in center. I would have said Todd Walker at second, but now I think it's Julian. God, M- Miranda Todd. makes a case at third base, but yeah. I think there was probably worse there. He probably doesn't qualify as the only problem. He hasn't played enough. Well, probably not. But I'm just saying, you could come up with a all basically frying pan glove team. Oh yeah, and, and there's candidates that will be out there from the 2023 Twins. Oh, there's there's no question. And, and this this team under the Troika, this team has never valued defense. They just put guys anywhere. Right. No, that's Mike. I think that's a very good point you make because it's like, what's he doing out there? Yeah. And then you got outfielders who can who can play the field but can't hit. Well, they're they're so desperate at this point for offense too. Yes. That you know they'll just put anyone anywhere. And and the thing about uh, my theory, at least, I don't have the analytics to show it, so I probably shouldn't say it. But well, my theory is that there's a domino effect when you have guys on the team like like you know like Buxton, Gallo, <coughs> Kepler. I hate to say the name again. <laughs> You know, there's him. Kep, that's Kepler with a reverse K, by the way. Is it? Yeah. Yes, for get baseball it. insiders. I get it. Uh, but the, the problem is that when you got guys like that in the lineup, they bring everybody else down. Yeah, I agree. And, and one of the reasons is that guys are coming to bat now, and rarely is there anyone on base. And the fact is, if there are people on base, you're going to have a better batting average. Yeah. Because the pitcher has to worry about the runner. Because yep. as yep. the base is low, the pitcher has to throw strikes. They can't just shoot for the corners. So everything gets worse. I do like the fact that they got rid of that shift, though. That I never did like that. Yeah. We've got nine guys, and every one of them is no. to the right of second base. And it actually, like, hasn't, it actually hasn't helped anybody. Like, no. you know, it was supposed to be the thing that reignited Kepler's career, and he's worse than he's ever been. Yeah, that true. was such a load of crap, though. Same for yep. Gallo. It's going to be like, well, if they can't play the third <laughs> baseman on, on the right side of the infield or the outfield, I guess, yeah. it's going to help him a ton. Talk about a Pollyanna bunch of BS. I, I, yeah. These guys aren't – first of all, Gallo is going to hit home runs or nothing. Or so nothing. it does. So ultimately, the sh- shift or no shift – and Kepler had one good year, and it was yep. 2019. And the fact that these guys, and Juice this is ball. my biggest problem with Falvey, the fact that these guys remain stuck in 2019 when the ball was juiced and you could hit home yep. runs all the time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And now the game has changed for the better. It's a better game now, and it's been sped up, and it's also the ball's not juiced. The fact they will not adjust 
to me, is a fireball offense. Now, I, I have uh, some inside information about Kepler, which suggests that he's probably uh -oh. gone. Uh-oh. Well, uh, I, I got a look at his diary the other day. He has a diary? Well, in, in my telling, he does. Oh, okay, okay. Excellent. And uh, it's like, dear diary, uh, I think I'm in big trouble. When I'm walking down the hallway and, uh, and uh, Grandpa, Grandpa Bremer sees me coming, he averts his eyes. Really? Yeah, when, when, uh, when he won't look at you, you know you're gone. When Dick won't look at you? <laughs> no, that's you gotta bad. you got to go. Yeah. Not a good sign. You know what's funny about that? There, there is, and, and I'm not joking, there is a tell on the Bally's broadcasts. Oh, absolutely. Always be alert for when the announcers, <laughs> when Dick and it might be Morneau, it might be Perkins. Right, anyway, right. always be alert for when they start to criticize players. Oh, they're gone. Twins players. Yeah. They're gone. Kiss yes. of death. It is the kiss of death. Yeah. Yes. And and the other thing is like because they've gotten the they've gotten the okay. And and well yeah they've been told, and and like Grandpa will say. Uh, he'll say, uh, and uh, strike three, Kepler strikes out again. It's that kind of thing. He won't say again, but you can hear it in his, in his thoughts. You know, the only reason I'm reluctant to go after Joey Gallo is there was once a mobster named Joey Gallo, so just That's the right. name alone. Just in case. <laughs> just in case. Yes, good call. I think you're doing great. <laughs> <laughs> Keep up the great work. Yeah. Keep up the great work. Well, it could be worse. His name could be Joey Gambino. Joey Gambino oh, would be yeah. even worse. <laughs> you're right. Stay away from him. Absolutely right. I don't know. I, I'm such a huge Twins fan. It's so hard, and they're back at it tonight. I'm assuming it's a, a night game. Tomorrow night, tonight. I think, isn't it? Oh, it's not till tomorrow yeah. night. Yeah. Yeah. This is this. Oh, that yeah, would make sense. It's Friday, Saturday, Sunday. This yeah. is the longest four days of the year for yeah, a gambler. Is. Oh, I bet. Oh, I'm. I'm Ooh. telling you. I'm. I'm like. I found myself knitting the other day. I. I, I got to take up something. You know who was just knitting just now? Hmm. Welcome, Doug Sprinthal, live, and the new GM from Flagship Ford in Baldwin, Wisconsin, home of my new EV Ford Mustang online. It's FlagshipFord.com. Dougie, what do you think of our Minnesota Twins? Oh, you almost anticipated what I was talking to John about last night, um, because the poll ads recently bought our closest competitor, and I thought, you know, it would make a pretty funny pre-recorded ad to rip on them and our competitors and the twins all at the same time. Honestly, so over in Baldwin, they, they made a purchase? Yeah. Yep. Oh, I didn't know that. I had no yep, idea. Yep, they did. They, uh, they bought uh, Hudson Ford, I think, about I think about the first of the year. But wait a second. Where are they going to get the money? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> that, they're pretty good at that, from what I can, from what I can tell. Yeah, I, I can tell because, you know, like when I see, and you see it every few years, when you see a new wing being added, to 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 the <laughs> right. to the pull ad mansion. Now it's not it's not the guy who's running the twins, but no, but when no. you see a member of the pull ad family adding another wing to their mansion around Lake Cal, oh, Lake of the Isles. Oh, Lake of the Isles. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, then yeah, you know some right. some dividends have just been cashed. I understand. God bless them, I guess. But yeah, they're, they're the twins, Doug. We got to do something about the twins. So what I, I I don't know. You guys are more in tune with that than I am. I just it just. It's heartbreaking. You know, we were lucky enough to have a five or six really good years, and the, since I've moved here in 1970. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but that's been about it. Oh, well, what the hell. So how's everything else going in your life? You enjoyed your time uh, on, the, on the boat, I heard. We talked we about did. it a bit we yesterday. 
so much fun. Well, I, the, we we did two things. We're talking about two things. The Hubbard cruise was great, but you know, my wife's birthday is the Fourth of July, and right. we always take that first week off and go up and down the river. And we spent two days in Red Wing with Peter uh, and uh, Peter Bourne and his wife. Right. He put on this show for the town of Red Wing. It was unbelievable. He had a brass marching band. He had some young kids that played from Red Wing playing really good rock. Mick Sterling showed up. Sarah really? sat in with him. Uh, and then there was a band called the Lonesome Losers. And it was a bunch of musicians, guys and gals in their 20s. And they played great yacht rock. I mean, tough stuff like Little River Band and uh, Steely Dan and stuff. They're unbelievable. And Peter set the whole thing up. It was uh He's been traveling up and down the river in his floating recording studio, just having a blast. God. When I grow up, I think I want to be him. LRB doing Lonesome Loser. That's phenomenal. They named themselves yeah. after a great song. Yeah, yeah. No, it's. Uh, I'm going to check them out sometime in a club. So, so that's been fun. It's. Uh, I, lo- I love summer, summer in Minnesota. I wish it was longer than 15 minutes, but that's the way it goes. I understand that completely. But you know what? That's one thing. I'm glad you bring this up once in a while because. One of the great things about living in a land of ten to 15,000 lakes, whatever it is, you can get out there. You don't have to drive very far at all to get to some magnificent lakes, the rivers, all the rest of it. it what a great place to live in the summertime. It really is. It's beautiful. It is. Um, I've got to make a comment. I was listening, as I always do on the way in. The 20 minutes that you and Rudy were trying to feign interest about the Barbie movie was hysterical. <laughs> they did a good job. They did a good job pretending for me and Kristen. I really appreciate that. I, I got to be honest, Doug. I didn't have to pretend. I'm a big fan. I can't wait. Oh, you are? I can't okay. wait. Yeah, Taylor Swift and Barbie. Those are my jams this, right now. Oh, my, yeah. Rudy is my spirit animal mm-hmm. at the end of the day. There you go. All righty, then. Enough of that. <laughs> no picking on that my, anymore? My daughter's excited to go to the Barbie movie and the other big opening this uh, week, which I can't remember. She's going to go to both of them. Oppenheimer? So. Is that, is she... Yep, that's right. It yeah. is Oppenheimer, yep. No doubt which about are, it. It sounds like two wildly different films. Yeah. Anyway, let's talk about Cars for a minute, if we no, could. Why? Thank you very much. Great well, to be here. You know, we're supposed to try to sell the dang thing. Oh, okay. Um, right. I want to talk about new Fords for a minute because they've come out with some incentives. You know, <laughs> during... COVID and the chip crisis, our inventories are still low, but they're coming back. All the low interest rate stuff disappeared. Well, it started to come back. Mm. Ford F-150 is the number one selling vehicle in North America for the last, ever since I started selling cars 40 years ago. They do have 0% on the new ones for 36 months. Now, most people go, yeah, that's still a pretty high payment. You go out to 60 months, it's only 3.9, which in today's uh, interest rate world is pretty attractive. And I tell a lot of people that are paying cash, I said, why don't you do this instead? Um, take the 36 months at 0%, take the uh, the cash you were going to do, stick it in a CD at 5%, you're going to make money on it, and then you can pay the, the loan off and when it comes due in 36 months. So it's uh, it works out pretty well. So a lot of options. We get some great leases on uh, Ford trucks. Now, these are expensive crew cabs are $60,000 trucks, but sign and drive lease payments are in the sixes, which is, now that's pretty affordable for a $60,000 vehicle. You can see all of these online at flagshipford.com or, excuse me, if you have questions, you can always reach out to me directly at Doug at flagshipford.com. I think it's a magnificent idea. Can I tell my Little River Band story quickly since you brought of up? Of course you can. Loser. You can take the rest of the day. You do realize that it's called the Tom 
Bernard podcast. Tom right? Brainerd. It's unbelievable. Yep. Uh, when I was at Capitol Records, of course, Little River Band was on the Capitol label. So I used to travel with them all the time. And Glenn Sharrock was the lead singer, or is the lead. They're not together anymore, I don't think. But Glenn Sharrock was the lead singer. So I pick him up at the Omaha, Nebraska airport. Because I'm going to take him on tour of all the radio stations. Yeah. And we get there. This is after they've been kicking ass the top of the charts for years, right? So we get to uh, the radio station in <laughs> Omaha, Nebraska. And I come in. I said, Glenn Sharrock, this is... Um, Billy Buke or whatever his name was. I don't know what the hell his name was. But in any case, so I introduce him. Uh, we go on the air. And the host of the show says, very, very excited to uh, tell you that uh, today in the studio, one of the great bands, the Little River Band, and remember, his name is Glenn Sharrock. Okay? One of the great bands. I'll tell you right now, they're on fire. they got so many hits going. Please welcome one of my favorite singers, George Shark. <laughs> Which honestly, like that's better. That's pretty good. Well, George, you know, instead of Glenn Sharrock, yeah, yeah. George Shark. I mean, <laughs> sounds like me in our interview today. Well, that's true, Kenny. Yeah. The, the news just doesn't travel that fast, you know. When you get to Omaha, yeah. Well, you're you're a few years behind. And Glenn looked at me like Bernard, you son of a bitch. Right. <laughs> he looked. It was my fault. Just daggers. <laughs> What a great guy. A wonderful guy, as a matter of fact. Let's not forget the famous Al Pacing, however. Everybody's, anybody can make a mistake. Oh, that was in the old days. We were going to do an interview. Al Pacino. I know. And I was given the thing. They just, here, you got to here's how you do the intro. Ladies and gentlemen, Al Pacing. I went, oh, God. They, instead of Al Pacino, they put Al Pacing. I know. And nothing's worse than Magnumpy, though. Oh, Magnumpy was pretty bad. <laughs> Where did that one come from? Where did Magnumpy come from? I can't from? remember, but. God, Magnumpy. <laughs> Isn't right. it? it just, I just wanted to die after I realized I said Kenny, and I wrote it down so quick. And it's so it'll stick with me, and I'll like even want to message him. Kenny I, Heffernan. I hate when I accidentally do something like that, because like that I, happens. this guy is huge. He's lovely. It's awesome. They're on a show. I hate when I have something like that happens. I feel like, because you just don't want to make you want to make people feel as important as they are more. And yeah, I hate it. Well, that, that, that's why that Will Ferrell bit is so funny in Newsman, oh, where he says yeah. "f you, San Diego." <laughs> I, know, I, know. <laughs> I know. We're little. Yeah, we are just monsters. <laughs> Dougie, we're getting a big response having you uh, back after six months of not doing these spots together. Having you back, people love it. So yeah. that's wonderful. That's awesome. We got, we got we a, will, go uh, ahead, Britt. We got a message from Mike. A listener wrote in, and he said, "Tell Doug I thought of an uh, a tagline for Flagship Ford. Are you ready for it?" Ooh, I am ready. What is it? We even sell pretty cars to ugly people. That's not bad. But I feel like that's Are you attacking? Who are you attacking on this, Mike? But people write in all the time for you, Doug. They love having you on. Oh, that's awesome. Well, come on over and buy some fireworks and pick up a Ford on the way back, and life will be good. What girlfriend? Don't look at me like that. I'm I'm speechless. (laughs) You really are. Well, not really, but everything I can think of is... Negative, so I just Dougie, don't say it. Dougie, we, we'll say it again, man. It's great to be back doing these spots with you. It's just fantastic. Come on in, Doug. Come on. Yeah, Doug. I, well, we're going to be doing car selling secrets, I think, once a month. I'll be able to get out of uh, Baldwin to do a Thursday, and maybe we'll have to schedule it, maybe the first Thursday of the month. And I would like, uh, 
Obviously, I miss Tom, but I miss you as well, Mike. We had so much fun oh, yeah. last year, so we'll, we'll get we'll get that plus that you, plus band back going again. Plus, you know, getting a ride here was great. Oh, yeah. I forgot. <laughs> it's not my main motivation, but you got a ride to work. Yeah, well, you know, it's a long it's a long time, ride for me. Mm-hmm. The very first time I asked him to do it, he goes, "Hey, I don't like to drive," and I said, "Well, Mike, I could pick you up, you know," and wide-eyed wonderment like an eight-year-old you pick me up and i said yeah it's three quarters of a mile from the studio you could actually yeah. walk it if we had to i'll tell you for me though it's a very long three minutes yeah you're fine should we send right, somebody guys, out for well? you? yes okay what were you saying dougie I was going to say I ha- I'm, I'm buying cars online as we speak so i have to go back and do my actual job all right douglas sprinthal we will talk to you tomorrow over and out. Have a great day, everybody. Longtime friend of the Tom Bernard Show, Doug Sprinthal from Flagship Ford in Baldwin, Wisconsin. Online, head to FlagshipFord.com. I already bought a car from them, and you love my Mustang. I love it. I just parked next to it. It is, I, I can't wait for you to let me drive it. And <laughs> <laughs> maybe you're saying that might be a long way. <laughs> just like around the parking lot. Well, maybe the parking lot's a little aggressive. Just like uh, in your cul-de-sac. I still love the fact that they had to bring the, the cars back when they first put them out because some people who bought them were driving 200 miles an hour. Oh, my like, God. What are you doing? What? Yeah, apparently the car, unless you regulate it <laughs> yeah. or, you know, whatever the, the phrase might be, yeah. the thing would do like 200 you know, miles the, an hour. Those must have been the, the people I, I, I saw and still see quite regularly going north on Highway 100. Oh, you got that right. <laughs> There's no doubt. Of, oh, my God. This morning coming in, because you get in that, that lane, you come in north on 100. It's, yeah. What, what, do they call, it's, what do they call that lane again? It's, there's big yellow signs for it and all the rest of like it. Like the diamond lane? Oh, like uh, the uh, carpool lane. Is that what you're saying? It's not a carpool lane either. Those are in the middle. This is when you exit to, to come to this building. Oh. It comes right to Cedar Lake Road. Oh, yeah. It's the exit to Cedar Lake Road. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's a different name. But turn off or whatever. So they have, I've, I've been there, but you're saying they have a yellow thing? Yeah, they have a yellow thing. Oh, I, yes. I, I guess I missed that. Okay, well, here's the deal. <laughs> so I need to exit on the Cedar Lake Road exit. It's not called that on that side. It's something else. Yeah. All right. But I got a guy behind me who's doing about uh, a buck ten. I hate that feeling. And then I got a guy exiting from the other, which I guess would be Minnetonka Boulevard, I guess, mm-hmm. something like that. And he's doing about 30. Sure. So I got nowhere to go. No. And I'm like, holy Christ. Well, remember when I brought you to your uh, appointment uh, right before uh, you went to Disney and we were getting on Highway 100, and that mm-hmm. guy almost hit us. He was yeah. just flew by at about like 110 yeah. miles an hour, and going. we both we both just start swearing <laughs> at him. That I mean, we were well, irate. There's a phenomenon that I don't quite understand, although I I guess I could probably figure it out, and that is that the heavier the vehicle is behind you, mm-hmm. the more they're going to crowd you. Yeah, that's true. And uh, I'm, that I'm, is true. You know, and I'm, uh, same thing, like today, I'm just, I'm just exiting from, from Highway 100, and, uh, and, and there's a guy, you know, it's, I don't know, it's one of these, like, like four-ton pickup trucks, right? Yeah. And again, I have nowhere to go. Yeah. I, I can't go any faster than the car in front of me. This is true. And, and I look there, and there it is, there's like six tons of metal, you know, like about four feet from me. 
That's the least surprising thing in the world, though. Because yeah, those guys with big trucks are always crowding you. Yeah, they every are. Time. well, right, yep. because they want, you know, what's the point of having, a, you know, huge muscles if you can't flex, right? Exactly. But I have a yep. question for you. What kind of mileage do those vehicles get? About a half a mile per gallon? Or um, Seriously, they must burn gas like a madman. Oh, I would imagine, yeah. They're huge. Well, because they're so heavy. No question about it, ladies and gentlemen. How come nobody's going up to there and knocking on their window and going, the environment's being destroyed by people like, like you? Yes. So why don't they do that? Well, because they can't, uh, they can't run that fast. <laughs> They'd have to run pretty fast. You're absolutely right about that. No question about it. So, Judd, what else you got? Do you have, you have to be out by 38? Real quick, guys. we got to yes, take a break still. We haven't gone into our break at 9.15 yet. No. Oh, my God. No. <laughs> Doug was being a pain in the ass. That's all Judd's fault. <laughs> Good call, though. We'll move the yeah. other one to 9.50 then. That'll work perfectly. We'll be right back. Yeah. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. You need to know a guy for your auto repairs, legal issues, banking, and more. The same goes for investment advice. You need a guy to help you be successful, someone you can trust who gets results. Well, I got a guy for you, Josh Arnold. Josh gives you straight talk, not sugar-coated advice about your financial situation. Josh has seen it all when it comes to economic and market conditions, and Josh can make sure that your retirement objectives match your investments. Do yourself a favor and call Josh now for a no-obligation, 48-minute evaluation. You've got nothing to lose, and you'll get a different point of view for your investments. Call Josh at 952-925-5608. That is 952-925-5608. You'll be glad that you did. And tell him his, his guy, Tom, sent you. Investment services offered by Josh Arnold Investment Consultant, LLC, a security investment advisor. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. All investments involve risk. All comments and opinions are Josh Arnold's and do not constitute investment advice. Tom Bernard is a paid endorser. So, if you've been following my progress with MinnesotaFatLoss.com, I've lost right at 27 pounds. And you can, too, with the MNFatLoss.com summer special, $200 off, now only through July 30th. I'm going into my maintenance phase. I can't recommend this program any higher. Of course, any fat loss program is going to take some effort. But honestly, with MNFatLoss.com comes secret to fat loss. This program was way easier than I expected. The maintenance program allows me to add back in some more of the foods I love and still maintain my weight loss. You will absolutely be able to lose weight like I've done and save $200 with their summer special. 200 bucks off now through July 30th. If you want to find out the secret to losing 20 to 30 pounds in just eight weeks, just like I'm doing, that's about a pound of fat every day. No exercise required. To schedule your free consultation, go to mnfatloss.com. That's mnfatloss.com. Results may vary. Be sure to tell the team at mnfatloss.com that Tom Bernard sent you. We've been hearing about the new technology offered at Twin Cities Premier Health for the treatment of ED. This is one of those topics that can get uncomfortable to talk about, but the truth is, if new technology can improve your life by treating the root cause of most erectile dysfunction, why wouldn't we want to talk about it? Look, I've been going there for, I think I'm on my sixth treatment this week. Things go very well. It takes about 10, 15 minutes. Not a big deal at all. It's a non-invasive, non-surgical, highly effective science-based procedure that creates an increase in blood flow and helps create a new blood vessels by treating the root cause of most erectile dysfunction. If, like so many of my listeners, you aren't interested in continuing to take a pill to create a pharmaceutically induced erection and wipe all the spontaneity out, 
reach to the Twin Cities Premier Health like I did and right now receive this special offer. A free treatment and a free consultation when you book today. This is valued at $800, 952-395-4346. That's my unique phone number, 952-395-4346 for their office. Or go to TwinCitiesPremierHealth.com. Be sure to tell them Tom Bernard sent you. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo Concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show Podcast. Why do you have to be up by 38? I, I've never liked you. I want you to know that. I'm really sorry about that. I'm really sorry. I <laughs> got to get the Roycey doll. See, I, I'm juggling legends in the market. That's oh, the oh, wow. Must be nice to be judged. Where's my Juggling legends. Brainard to... to uh, um, how, how can I, I was mispronounce like, Patrick's name? Lucey. Reuse. He was. I know a guy in the air once called him Patrick. Is that because he reuses his lead all the time? (laughs) (laughs) So Judd, damn it! I. I, Well, you're going to be on. No, you're not going to be on tomorrow. Phil's on tomorrow. Yeah, Phil's on tomorrow. I'm back on Tuesday. I hate the fact that you had to go away so quickly. We got all distracted. My fault. Okay, Judd. Judd, who's going to win the division? Cleveland. All right. There you go. I agree. We don't have to worry about. They're it. managed well. They don't hit a lot, but you know what? They. Um, I don't think this is going to end for the Twins. Like I think no, they're going to continue to scuffle. They'll probably like they could sweep the A's, but who gives a crap? And the Twins do have an right. e- easy schedule. But if any team does not deserve to win a division right now, it's the Twins. So, mm, all right. That's the sad thing. You'll get no argument from me. All right, Pally. Sorry about all the. All right, everybody. Rate. Talk My to you fault. on Tuesday. Bye bye. Judd Zolgad. Ladies and gentlemen, score north, of course. And now we're back to just the fab, the fab four. <laughs> the core four. <laughs> Without George Shark. George Shark. I still love the Glenn Shark becomes George Shark. God, that's going to happen <laughs> to so many of people, especially musicians that you're bringing around the country. Oh, shit. But, uh, oh, constantly. I know. And, of course, Tom Brainerd is like, no, it's not Tom I, Brainerd. You know, I, so many times people have come up to me and said things like, hey, uh, you're Bob Sansevier, aren't you? Oh, I, yes, That's absolutely. A huge and I, insult. And of, Well, I have, a, I have a ready response for that. I say, listen, you asshole. Just get the <laughs> away from me. That's why you can't get a job in this city. <laughs> and the, I just love the fact every time I do that, there are hundreds of people who eventually will say, I heard this horrible thing about Bob Sansevier. I, I did, too. <laughs> I, typical, though, for an Italian. Well, and you know Sansevier because he's such an angry guy. God, Sandy. Yeah. Is there anybody happier than One of Sandy? the most congenial guys he I've really ever is. known. You can't yeah. get him excitable. Like, no. you can't. No. 
I mean, he'll get all whatever, but he doesn't. He'll take it all. He just kind of goes, yeah, whatever. Never gets offended. No, ever. Yeah, I want to be Bob Sansevier. Same. You know, and then when, in my you know next reiteration. I will tell. Ooh, a reiter, not just an iteration. A well, reiteration. I was going to say iteration, and I, I what I said was actually uh, redundant. I'm it sorry. was. No, no, no don't I worry, but don't, don't look at me. I just I feel bad. It's okay. I called the person a very famous person, <laughs> Kenny, today. So. Kenny Heffernan, great guy that he is, We've ladies all... and gentlemen. It all works out in the end. You were fine. Shut don't up. don't be nice thing. to me. It's worse. Be mean to me. You suck. <laughs> Thank you. It's, there you go. It's worse when you're nice to me because I know I really screwed up. <laughs> you feel bad. I will never. I. Why are the why are the things not long enough now? What the hell are we doing? What what? Long I can't is? go down and pee anymore because I, I never make it back in time. Uh, no, you're fine. I don't want you to think you can't leave. That's why I feel bad that I. I left, up. and you said Kenny. Yeah, but I did good with the Kristen. Me and Kristen had a great conversation about the Emmys. I thought it was horrible. Well, you also <laughs> just hate my voice, so there's that. She's horrendous, ladies and gentlemen. I have never seen anybody that could scrunch themselves up in a chair like you. Do you know what's so funny? That's amazing. I, you're like the fourth person to tell me that this week. That You can. You can fold up your body like there's no tomorrow. I try so hard not to fidget, but I have to get, like, sit in a ball, sit cross. I, I, I don't know what it is. It's just a disease. It's probably uh, the yoga thing. Maybe it's that. Hmm. Yeah, I uh, actually went to school at St. Joseph's with a kid who was going to the Shrine Circus at the time. Whoa. And they had little people. They weren't called little people back then. Yeah. But he even mispronounced that word. Oh, he no. He did not say, I'm going to see the midgets. He said, I'm going to see the fidgets. Oh, no. And I said, fidgeting is not the same thing. No, but, but a lot of us short people do like to fidget. <laughs> well, maybe that's what he meant. When I, was, when I was in seventh or eighth grade, you know, those were the days when I weighed 65 pounds. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the big fella. My uh, my social studies teacher uh, named me, nicknamed me Spider. Why Spider? Well, because I could just curl up in a chair. In yeah, a, you're honest, because she can too. Yeah. yeah. It's amazing. I guess I still can actually. Can you really? Pretty much. Yeah. You've got. I've never been able to do that. You've got good flexibility. The other day you kicked in the air, and I was really impressed. I think you kicked higher than I could. <laughs> what was that? What did I do? No, Tom, oh, Tom. kicked in the air. You he was did. trying to show his shoes, and he, like, shot his leg up. And oh. I was like, okay. You did have to pull your leg up. I, I told you. you do. I was like, oh. I can only oh, so do that with do one this. leg. See, it was impressive. I'm trying to get it on camera. <laughs> yeah, that's good. I'm trying to get it on camera. Oh, now my other leg hurts. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> anyway, moving forward. So what else is in the news that we should talk about? Oh, let's see. Uh, a woman gave birth to a 13.2-pound baby. That's a keeper. Uh, yeah, I think she... I think you don't have to throw that one back. No. No, I will tell her one thing. Mark Merrill is my good friend. Was born, he weighed 13 pounds, 2 ounces. Ended up being about 6'4", about 240. And you didn't want to piss Mark off. Let no. me put it that way. Even when he was born, he could probably take me out. <laughs> probably true, honestly. Well, again, my name is Thomas... Because they thought I was twins. Yeah. How much did you weigh? 11 pounds. Whoa. <laughs> I was almost two feet tall, too. I, I was don't... like 23 inches long and weighed uh, 11 pounds. I don't mean this in a bad way, but did your mom have diabetes? No. 
Okay. Because, uh, which is surprising, by yeah, the way. Yeah, because a lot of times those big babies, it's and, and you can have gestational di- diabetes and not have actual diabetes. Like, you just get it when you're pregnant. Oh, sure, yeah. But, and that yeah. wasn't, they didn't used to check for that. And that's usually why oh, really? there were so many big babies born before they would screen for that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, my, my mom wanted an easy delivery, and that's why she smoked two packs of Chesterfields <laughs> a day you're while so she was pregnant. Keeping that weight down yeah. for Mikey. Yeah, and it, of course, you know. It had no negative effect on me, except I'm going blind, and well, I don't want to get into it. But other than that, though, <laughs> yeah, didn't I, you look up the biggest baby ever born? It wasn't like twenty yeah, pounds or something. Oh yeah, thing? it was something who survived. That was it was huge. Yeah, who survived? Right. Yeah. It was a huge baby. My computer's like, why do you keep searching this? Um, (laughs) uh, There's one that only survived 11 hours. Uh, So that Um, doesn't count. I don't know. They have it on there. It's 23 pounds. Oh, my God. Um, It was four before I weighed that much. (laughs) That might be right. That that could be it. So literally... That that would have to be C-section, correct? Yeah, oh, for sure. No, that's, no, that's actually D-section. That's, that's how bad yeah, it is. They had, they'd have to D-section. They just had to slice the baby in two. Oh, it only lived 11 hours. I know. And, now we have oh. to go on to something else because, of course, I'll get emo. But uh, I don't know. <laughs> I can't find the one that uh, who'd survived. How about the uh, tallest baby ever born? All right, I'm on it. Because I bet you it's got to be over two feet because I was almost two feet tall when I was born. Uh, so it's got to be... 30 inches or something, I suppose. You nailed it. 30 inches. Yeah, largest newborn go. ever recorded. There. Jesus. Bird, is the kid ever going to finish coming out? I, right? It's still currently coming out of her. <laughs> <laughs> it never had made it all the way out. Those are big children. No question about it. Those are monsters. They are indeed. So, Mike, what else is happening in your world? Uh, what's happening in my world? Well, uh... Nothing really to speak of. Uh, well, none of my business. Uh, no, I'm. I'm. Uh, you know, it's it's summer in the diaspora, and uh, so you walk down the street, mm-hmm. and generally speaking, there's uh, 14 children playing in the middle of the street. Yes. While their parents are uh, sitting in a lawn chair reading the uh, Old Testament. The Old Testament. That's, that's, that's Why what happens. the Old Testament? Uh, well, because the Old Testament is is the Bible. So it's a nice Jewish neighborhood? They don't acknowledge the New Testament. No, I know they don't. I don't acknowledge either, so I'm not criticizing them. Was it a well-written book? I've never read it. Well, it's hard to know by today's standards. I suppose. That's that's true. true. But I had a few, I have a few pronoun questions, that's for sure. Okay. The third act was a little lacking, but the rest of it was too bad, yeah. Well, because, well, with the Old Testament, they really hit the peak, I think, with Leviticus. And Leviticus should have been the final book. You yeah. know, because Leviticus, that's where you get the what what then were the versions of the auto chase that we have in today's movies. You know, that was that was the part where you were told to kill people if they didn't they didn't believe in the same God. Well, you of do. course, why wouldn't you? And they should have saved that for the climactic moment, yeah. the denouement. The yeah. denouement. Oh, I like denouement. And it could have been sort of like you know maybe maybe like the burning of Los Angeles was in the Day of the Locust. Mm-hmm. Oh. Could have, had, you know, could have had a huge scene where the people were, were rising up. Well, wait a minute. That's, that's actually just happening every day now in this country. So uh, I can't go into that. I have a question for you. Like, I went to Catholic school, mm-hmm. and I used to get in arguments with the priests and the nuns and all that stuff about this, that, and the other thing, even yeah. when I was a little boy. I could see that. But my whole life, it's always been, I know I'm not the biggest deal. There's something bigger and better than me. You had perspective. Why, why is that not enough? Why do people have to be told tales about all this stuff? I, I just, I don't know. It's, 
it's a it's a it's a weird thing. Uh, I think part of it is is probably about shame, though. <laughs> you think it is a big shame? And shame I is would a have big part of religion. It. It Any is, religion. Yes. I'm yes. not. But but the the weird thing is is that the people who have the least shame tend to be the most religious. You know what's so great about that? After all the years of knowing him, Mike Elfan just looked at me and said, "Tom." You have no shame. That's why you don't read the book. <laughs> <laughs> shameless. You're the shameless, shameless Bernard. <laughs> I mean, look at this whole thing where we're not supposed to tell children about history because they'll feel bad about themselves as an example. I don't know this one. Where'd that come from? Oh, that's a huge thing. I mean, that's, oh, that's is it? like the, you know, that's, that's what's going on in the South every day now. You oh, can't, is it? you know, I mean, like in, in Oklahoma. You can't tell kids about the Your worst. homeland. My, well, yeah, I always go back to Oklahoma sure. and Tulsa. And Tulsa, Oklahoma, you, you can't, you know, there's, there's laws like you can't teach children about the worst race riot there ever was in this country. Why not? Well, because they'll feel bad about themselves. Well, so what? Well, they won't feel bad about themselves, but that's the, yeah, well, that's, that's true. That's the rationale. So which one did they choose as the worst? Well, the one that was the worst was in Tulsa in 1921. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah you know? that's right. And my dad was born in 1922, so he just kind of missed it. But uh, he never told me about it. Thank God my parents were born, both born in 1920, but they were up in Long Prairie in Browerville, Minnesota, so they didn't anywhere near that stuff. You know what I mean? The good life. Yes, the good life in Browerville, Minnesota. So the whole idea was... Uh, they they brought African slaves into the Tulsa area. Is that what the whole deal was all about back in the? 1800s? No, no. It's just that there was a there was a vibrant black community, and they had you know there were a lot of black businesses, and but they all descended from slaves. And right? the white and the and the Kuk, well, absolutely. Yeah. And the KKK didn't like it that these people were thriving, so they burned down all the houses and businesses of black love, people. I just love that you're doing well. I better harm you. Yeah. But that's how people still they're they're about that. They're that way about everybody and everything. If you get too successful or too mm-hmm. well-known, they will attack you and try to burn you to the ground. And it, in yeah. this case, it doesn't even matter what your skin color is. Oh, you're succeeding? Well, I better not. The one thing about Minnesota I've always hated, and I heard it the first time when I was like five years old. I've never heard it anywhere else in the world. We need to knock you down a peg. Oh, yeah. Oh, do we? Well, yeah. the thing is, there, there are two great stories that everyone... In, Let's just say that that the consumer public always always relishes. And the first one is the rags to riches story. Yeah. And the second one is the riches to rags. The riches story. to rags yeah. story. You're absolutely right. We have to take a break here, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, gentlemen. Just a few minutes left in the show. It is time to beat the heat. It's Tom Bernard from my friends at Miller Marine and Power Lodge, giving you the keys to a cool lake breeze with clearance pricing on 2023 luxury pontoons, fishing boats, and more. Our dog days of summer won't last, and neither will their inventory. So do both of us a favor and go from floor to shore today with iconic Bennington pontoons and tri-tune packages at doorbuster price. I said doorbuster pricing at Miller Marine in St. Cloud and all the Power Lodge locations, of course. Get your first cruise in by sunset. I love doing that anyway. Cruising at sunset's magnificent. But don't wait on this limited time special. That's the important part. Power Lodge offers competitive financing with no money down. By the way, if you need delivery to your dock, their team of experts has you covered. Discover what thousands of our Minnesota neighbors have and explore our lakes and rivers in your own boat at Elite Savings. And if I say it's Elite, it's Elite, damn it. 
launch into adventure today at Miller Marine and Power Lodge. Just head to millermarine.com and powerlodge.com. Snag some throttle therapy for yourself. Financing is available on approved credit. Freight and prep are not included in packages. Well, look who's here. Did you miss me, big ticket? Like an open sore Mrs. Carmex, man. Seriously, Doug, where have you been? I'm running flagship Ford in Baldwin, Wisconsin. The fireworks capital just 15 minutes east of the St. Croix? That's the place. Anyway, I've come up with some marketing slogans. You know, to put us on the map, read these and let me know what you think. Okay. <clears throat> flagship Ford, drive a lot, save a little. Flagship Ford, you think you hate it now? Wait till you drive it. Flagship Ford, the largest Ford dealership in Baldwin, Wisconsin. Flagship Ford, where the cows are nervous. Flagship Ford, there is no ship, but we actually do literally have a flag. Awesome, huh? Read this. It's my favorite. Flagship Ford, white cars for... Oh, hell no, I'm not reading that. You've been day drinking again? Maybe. The point is, buying a car should be fun and make you giggle a little bit. This is a great store I'm really proud of. You can check us out at FlagshipFord.com or email me directly at Doug at FlagshipFord.com. FlagshipFord.com. This is Tom Bernard for Niemeyer Trailer Sales. They've been a part of Minnesota since 1965, and their name says it all. They are family. If you want to take your passion on the road and make memories camping wherever you want, no motors, but pull trailer RVs, go to Niemeyer Trailer Sales. True story. The very best brands live at Niemeyer's. Like the latest from Rockwood by Forest River, number one in their class, whether you want a tent trailer, expandable, travel trailer, or a fifth wheel, Niemeyer Trailer Sales has it all. Plus, they deliver on the forgotten art of customer service with personable employees, often sons and daughters of the third-generation family-owned business who simply do what they say they will do every time. Come explore their huge selection and consult with RV service pros. You will leave satisfied no matter what you are looking for. The Niemeyer family welcomes you to visit both of their locations in Albertville and Elko New Market before your next vacation. Head to N-I-E-M-E-Y-E-R-S dot com and put your passion on the road. Niemeyer Trailer Sales. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show Podcast. We are back, ladies and gentlemen. A little news, a little information. Anything important to, to address? Or should we get, you know, what we should probably try to do is try to get Sam and Kenny back on. Oh, you. <laughs> See, I appreciate that more. Um, we were just talking about the big celebration that Gelfan's going to be going to tomorrow. What is it? The ribbon cutting of the pavilion at Bidet Makaska. Oh, you're going to the, you going to the. Well, they're going to have me cut the ribbon up. Why? And he was just saying that. He's, yeah, lying. Just... He's lying to you through his teeth. <laughs> I was going to say, what hey, the hell is that I, all about? Do you walk that lake ever? I know you like, you have a preference like, lake. I lake. I always liked running around Lake of the Isles. Yes. So oh, then, yeah. Then nice when three I started, mile. When I started walking, I, I just so kind of, I was basically clinging to Lake of the Isles. And then the COVID came along, and then there were huge crowds walking oh, yeah. around Lake of the Isles. And yeah. I said, I, I, don't, I don't need that. Lake well, Calhoun is, you know, is... Is more, I guess it's more ambitious. Three yeah. miles on the nose. It's just a little farther than Lake of the Isles. It's technically a little under three, I think. It's a little under three, yeah. and, yeah. and uh, Lake of the Isles is what, 2.3? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's impressive you know that. So running around Lake of the Isles. I used to run Isles. it all the time, that's why. Oh, yeah, I mean, I ran around Lake of the Isles every day. Yep. And sometimes if you're yep. you know really pumped up, you might you might go around twice. We are do a figure eight with, uh, yeah. But, I, but I love Harriet. Lake of the Isles because yeah. it's just interesting. Oh, it's a beautiful, well, it's got some nice houses on it, I know that. Well, nice houses. <laughs> 
and, and just, you know, the landscaping is cool. It is gorgeous. And the fact that the lake is not a like a perfect circle by any means. You're going in and out. Oh, yeah. And, and after you, I always ran around and walked around the, the same way every day, started the same way. Sure. So, it, you know, it's like, you know, so you, you're going like a quarter of a mile, and then you're thinking, oh, well, this is great. Now comes the concrete part where it sort of arcs around a little bit. Now, Harriet's what, 3.3 miles? Yes. Something like that? It's, yeah, that yeah. one is, oh, I think just a touch over three. And Lake Harriet is tough, is tough yeah. to run, especially in the winter. Oh, really? Because you get that cold northern wind oh, coming yeah. when you head That's back true. toward the pavilion. That's true. Uh, I had a nanny family that, um, that lived on oh, Louis? Lake of the Isles. Oh, <laughs> And we lived on Lake of the Isles, and sometimes I would see Gelfan walking when mm-hmm. I'd go home because he would mm-hmm. be right on his route. And I, I feel like one time I saw you walking, and I said, oh, hey, Mike, I yelled out. All of a sudden later I get a text, I'm really sorry that you saw me with another woman. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I, like I think I'll survive, Gelfan. I like that. You know, the thing about that kind of humor is that it, it doesn't play all that well in print. You know, that's the sort of thing you kind of have to. Oh, I. You need inflection with that one. It was pretty funny. It was one of those. But, but texts you, to but get. you could hear me saying. Absolutely, it. I could hear it. Plus, just from you, that's just hilarious. Like, I would like to apologize <laughs> for that. I would like to. I just got a text message from a guy I grew up with who said, "Remember running around Theater Worth, but it wasn't for exercise. It was to try to get away." <laughs> I just because of my because of where we go to the vet. Yeah. I just ran Theo Worth. Oh, did you? It's so beautiful. It is Isn't it gorgeous. nice? It beautiful. is the most. The fact that we have that in Minneapolis I know. is why it's just so You're much right. land and it. it's beautiful. And of course, oh, you know, it's right. a man made lake, um, just like Lake of the Isles. Mm-hmm. So you, you'll never have another thing like that. No, no, that's very yeah. true. You know, that's because, you know, we need more and more cluster housing and less green space, apparently. Mm-hmm. That's not the way I see it, but yeah, well, that's, again. you know, that's, that's the way it is. So yeah, it's it's um, it's that's one again. You know, you're talking about how great Minnesota is in the summer, and that's one of the big things. Oh, I just absolutely love Minnesota in summer. There's I know, no doubt about it. Gorgeous. But now I like to I like to walk around the neighborhood. And I like to cut through the the really the really wonderful uh, wonderful little little subplot of land in St. Louis Park. I don't even want to say what it is. I don't want people... Th- the subplot? I don't want the throngs there. No, I understand. But all, but all of a sudden, you know, you go from houses that are worth a mere, like, you know, 350000 Sure. That are tending, trending more toward $3 million. Oh, yeah. But a lot of million-and-a-half-dollar houses. And the, the weird thing is it's such a beautiful plot of land, but I never see any of the residents there walking. No. It's just, you know, it's people like me, the scum coming in from The outside. scum. Yeah, that's what I was thinking when <laughs> I— I was going to say riffraff, but I wanted something with impact. No, scum is good. Scum yeah. is good. Yeah, exactly. All right, that's going to do it for that morning show. Mike Gelfand will be on with the family in just, uh, what, about a half hour? Somewhere in there. Talk to you later.